0: Hey, welcome to the C3 Auckland podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, head to c3church.org.nz. We hope you enjoy this message. My message today uh, is called Faith. We've all got what it takes. Faith, we've all got what it takes. And this is a message for all of us because I want to agree with Jesus this morning that we really do all have what it takes. And my core scripture this morning is from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, one of my all-time favourites. And it says this, No temptation has seized you except that which is common to all men. And God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond your power to remain firm. But with every temptation, stress, pressure, trial or test, He will always offer you a way out so that you can stand up under it. That's good news today in a world full of bad news, wouldn't you agree? And no matter what you're facing today or will face tomorrow, If we will apply the principles of Scripture, we will be an undefeatable group of people. Why don't you say amen in your room right now, wherever you're listening to. But before I go into uh, a few you've got what it takes points this morning, I wanna just talk about a great legend of faith. One of the unheralded faith giants on Father's Day, who did not give in to temptation or the pressures of this world, but stood strong no matter what was coming at him? How does that sound? In the first half of First Corinthians chapter ten, we see the journey of the Israelites being played out, and at the start, it's all about God's presence and their unity under Moses, and then. It's their fall from grace in the wilderness when they did not take the promised land that God had destined them to take. But then it finishes with a great encouragement from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 for us to not give in. I feel like this is gonna be really great for some people today who just need to stand strong and not give in. This great faith giant was Caleb son of Jephunneh, and he was one of the 12 spies of Israel that was sent out by Moses to see if the land of Canaan could be conquered. So here it is. The 12 spies are sent out by Moses into the land of Canaan. And when they returned, Moses asked them if the team of three million could take the trip across the Jordan and take the promised land. And you know what, Caleb was the first one to speak up and he said this, he said, we should go up and take the land for we can certainly do it. Isn't that a great scripture to hear when you just need some courage to have a go at what God's put on your heart to do. But the whole Israelite community grumbled and complained about this big adventure. So here comes Caleb again, piping up and he says this, The land we pass through is exceedingly good. Do not be afraid of them, of the people of the land. We will devour them. Their protection is gone. The Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. But you know what? They did not receive this faith report and instead wandered around the desert for 40 years. One year, each year was one day that they'd spent walking around the land of Canaan. And then later, the Lord God Himself said this to, about Caleb He said, But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land that he was to go into. So at the age of 85, At the age of 85, 45 years later, after God's promise of destiny to take Caleb in there, he finally gets in there and it says this, I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. Isn't that awesome? He's 85 and he's saying, 45 years later, I'm still as strong as when I was back then. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. 85, and speaking like a young guy. Come on, dads, you're just young guys still, able to take the land that God has given you to take. Now give me this hill country that the Lord has promised me that day. Then Joshua blessed Caleb and Caleb took his mountain. Amen. Can I say to us today, and especially to the dads and the young guys out there, it doesn't matter what age or stage that you are in. It just doesn't matter. God has a promise for you to hold on to and he has a mountain for you to take in Jesus' mighty name. It might be to hold on for a healing. It might be to hold on for a lost family member to come back to Christ. It might be for a job that you need to hold on for, for the future, but whatever it is, God has a promise for you and a mountain for you to take. Just hold on. You know, Caleb shows us that if we remain faithful to God and to our leaders, if we live in wholehearted devotion to Jesus Christ, and if we carry a bold spirit, then we can be a faith giant too and walk into our God-given destiny. You know, while, whilst Caleb was in faith and 40 years later, most of the Israelites uh, crossed the Jordan to take their promised land. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, they did not actually take that land. Their bones were scattered across the desert because they gave up. They gave into sin. They indulged in casual living. They gave themselves to sexual immorality and were led astray into idol worship and grumbling. But that's not us. 1 Corinthians 10 13 was, but that's not us. Sorry. In 1 Corinthians 10:13, Paul the Apostle provides a powerful solution to teach the Corinthians and us how to not fall into the same traps that they did. And this scripture is really personal, you know, to me. Um, it's one of my top favourite memory verses as I shared earlier on this morning because it's held me through strong times of temptation and trial in my 30 years of following Jesus. And one of those temptations when I was uh, 20 years ago that I actually fell into was a temptation to gamble. And... Uh, And I did, I fell into it. And I suppose at the the time, it was just fun and exciting to to do something uh, pretty exciting. Um, But many years later, um, two years later, I found myself tens of thousands of dollars lost and uh, feeling like just pretty ashamed and pretty guilty of what I'd done to, to myself, to my bank account and to my family. And I, I just felt awful. I didn't know how to break the cycle. And uh, and when I did try, I would fail or just fall back into the same old habits. But you know what? Eventually, I won the battle. And I've uh, and been clean and sober for 20 years since. Amen. The Word of God, persistence, and a deep desire to change held me through and got me to the other side. I, I was able to snap the habit. Can I read 1 Corinthians 10, 13 to us again and then give us a few thoughts as to how to overcome a few of the battles that you might be facing as well. No temptation has seized you except that which is common to all men and God is faithful. He will not let you uh, be tempted or trialed beyond your power to remain firm. But with every temptation, He'll always offer you a way out so that you can stand up under it. So here are my four thoughts for us today on Father's Day for everyone, for our young men, for our dads, for our families, and for anyone who's going through a time of trial and struggle in this day. Number one, just say no. I know that might sound pretty simple, but it's a whole lot trickier than it sounds, isn't it? In the desert of temptation, Jesus said to the devil, no, man uh, does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So our ability to just say no is so powerful we have all found that as soon as the temptation is conceived in our in our minds, it's much harder to say no. but as it's just stirring, if we can just say no, then, we're actually exercising our will to to resist temptation and to get victory. If we wanna be a person of faith, if you wanna be a person of faith and of victory, then you need to be able to say no. And the Bible says that the devil will flee if we say no in Jesus' name. So number one, say no. Number two, speak faith. That's what Jesus did. He got the Word of God and spoke faith into the temptation He was facing. If you're facing some tough circumstances, use 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It's powerful. It says you will not be tempted beyond your power to remain firm. The spoken Word of God can cut temptation to pieces. It can hold you through a trial. It can strengthen you in a test. It can increase your capacity through a trial and can hold you through a stressful situation. I feel for all of us that when Scripture comes alive under pressure, we can come alive, get developed, and the faith giant within us can be revealed. Amen. Men, when we overcome something big in our lives, we become what God has destined us to become, a man of God and a person of influence who can help anyone through a difficult situation as well. And I feel like that as fathers and men, we are called by God just to, just to help others get through because we've got through ourselves. So can I encourage you, men, everyone, Be someone of great character who gets through tough situations and on the other side of that, you can help someone also get through what they're going through. Number three, run after the vision. Proverbs 29, 18 says that without a vision, people perish, it's so true. And Pastor Fiona Rush preached such a powerful message on vision and light last week. But this scripture flipped around also means that with vision, we can come to life. Pastor Matt was recently encouraging me uh, the other day to tell the story of how Nikki and I um, planted our first church in Wellington in 2006. Now, that was a really radical time uh, for Nikki and I. But you know what? 14 years later, we're still doing the same radical thing, planning a church and, and partnering with God and a great group of people in West Auckland to grow and develop a church there as well. So nothing's changed in Jesus' name. And so one Sunday, I was on an altar and God began downloading to me a vision. It was Wellington. It was the streets of Wellington. It was the people of Wellington. It was the building we were going to take one day. There was a band there. There was just stuff going on. And it was so exciting. I felt like I was on cloud nine. I really was on cloud nine because when God downloads something big with your future, He takes you to a place that you feel like you can do it. And that's exactly what we did. After that, Nikki and I sat down and... um, And I told her, hey darling, I think God's called us to go and plant a church. And you know what? I had no idea what planting a church even meant. I didn't know what starting a church was all about. I had no idea. Um, Oh well, God works all that out, doesn't He really? And um, so uh, long story short, we both quit our jobs, sold our house, packed up our kids, and um, started a, ch- a C3 church nine months later in our living room in the RO Valley in Wellington. Who does these things? You know what? We do these things because we run after the vision, because God has put in our hearts that we are born to achieve something big for Him. And can I encourage you? You will achieve something big for God if you can say no to the difficulties in your life and speak faith and Scripture into your world. Because if you don't do that, you're gonna find it hard to run after the vision. But if you do do that, partnering with the Holy Spirit, you will be able to take your mountain and achieve something big that God has got for you. You know, I'll never forget the first two two salvations in our Wellington Church. I remember preaching a message and I remember this young lady putting her hand up, wanting to respond to Christ. And I called her forward, but then I got a bit cheeky. I said to her, is that your boyfriend just over there? And um, she said, yeah, it is. And And I just said to him, I said, do you want to get saved as well? And he was really red and embarrassed and he goes, yeah, I do. So he came forward as well and they both gave their lives to Christ. It was such a sensational moment. The whole church was cheering and yelling because when you're on the vision for God, miracles are gonna happen around you. Then they're gonna give you reason to applaud Him and be part of what He's got for you. Can I say to us all here today, you have more in you that God has got for you than you realise. But can I also challenge you? What part are you playing today to see people radically saved, deeply connected, made into disciples and living an influential life for Christ. Why don't you use this message right now, wherever you are, to plan your next move? Because God is planning your next move for you in your heart as you respond to Him. Just the other day, I was talking to one of the guys in our local West Auckland church. And I just said to him, hey, do you wanna take this, this big part of what we're doing right now and, and just take it on? And you know what, he said yes, because he wants to run with the vision. So wherever you are right now, take your part and run with the vision. Lastly, rest, fourthly, rest and be renewed. The last line of Joshua 14, all about Caleb, It says this, then the land had rest from war. And Isaiah 40, chapter chapter 40, verse 31, it says, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. You know that verse of Scripture. You know, people, we are in a war. Our strength, like our faith, gets depleted and knocked around and needs repairing and replenishing all the time. The Bible says faith comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So for all of us, we need to hear the Word, wait upon Him and linger there until we can feel the trickle of His strength coming back into our bones, back into our hearts, back into our lives. So we can then again get up to go after the vision that God's got in our lives. If you're empty right now, why don't you be refuelled by this message? I do believe that we all have what it takes. And if we will say no to giving in, speak faith over our pressure points, run with the vision and learn how to rest and be renewed, we will become faith giants like Caleb. And see the back half of 2020 be a hugely successful time for us all. You know, some people have written off this year. I haven't. I just know God's got something big in store for us as we continue to fight the devil, take a hold of what God's got for us and not give in. Can I encourage you today? Be those people and see what God will do in your life. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more about our church or to find out what's coming up, check out c3church.org.nz.